alike. I appreciate you taking the time to check this out. The story today we're going to be talking about is about a cryptid that has actually fairly recent sightings within the past year. Every year there's new sightings, but it has an interesting story. I can say that it's one of those types of sightings you can't quite make out entirely of what this creature could be. A comparison to something that's existing, I don't know, because I really, with every account, they're fairly unwavering, but uh, we'll get into that. The Jersey Devil. Have you ever heard of the Jersey Devil? Some of you have, some of you may have not. Some of you might have thought it was just a mascot for the high school football team. It's a terrifying creature that has been seen for many, many years, which is a very unique backstory. In the forest, the area in which they call the Pine Barrens of New Jersey, is where you'll find the Jersey Devil. Cloven hooves and deadly claws. The devil is a formidable foe in description. Its blood-curdling screams will announce its presence and scare anyone and freeze them to the core. Should you hear the leathery wings approaching you in the night, you should run. The Jersey Devil is known to be the bringer of pain, misery, and misfortune wherever it goes. This creature that haunts the state of New Jersey has origins as old as the United States of America. The legend dates back to the early 1700s and claims the monster can be traced back to one individual family. That's what makes this creature so unique. We can trace it lineage-wise, 
to a family. I'm not quite sure if any other cryptid can claim this. This family was the Leeds family. According to the legend, Jane Leeds, also known in the area as Mother Leeds, fell in love with a British soldier and was cursed for her transgression since it was around the time of the Revolutionary War. Mother Leeds went on to have many children, presumably all with this British soldier. After having 12, 12 kids, can you imagine? It's, I, it just blows my mind, just thinking about that, 12 children. Think of that today, 12 children running around your house screaming, all ages, all about a year apart. There's no sleep for 12 years. It's ridiculous. But back then, different time. People had farms. People had a lot more children. As you could imagine, she had to have been exhausted. She was definitely ready to stop giving birth. However, the poor woman, to her dismay, she became pregnant again with her 13th child. I couldn't even imagine her mind state at that time. But, angry at her misfortune, she cursed the child in her womb, saying that it would be the devil. And it was her husband's fault. He deserves no more children, but he should have a devil for he is a devil himself, for getting her pregnant again. This overwhelmed and overworked woman was just at the end of her rope. She could not fathom having to deal with this another year, another lifetime of raising children. Her life has been over for almost 12 years at this point. Not that she didn't love children, it's just too many. It's too much responsibility to take care of them, to take care of the home, to feed them, to educate them. Her husband, that British soldier, he was great at fishing and hunting and providing for the family when it came to food and clothing, or at least the materials to make clothes. Let's get that correct. He brought home fabric while she had to make the clothes. Again, just just amazing amount of responsibility for this woman who was slowly made to go insane because of her pregnancy that's why this curse happened and we can kind of curse things today but back then a curse meant something it really really meant something and with this curse, she did not know at the time that it would literally create the monster that would go on terrorizing the entire state of New Jersey. On that night that Mother Leeds went into labor, of course, without too much privacy, her entire family showed up in the room and many friends gathered around her to welcome in the new child that was being born. They waited in the next room while the midwife helped Mother Leeds give birth. Then all of a sudden, 
At last, the child was born, and all of the Leeds family and friends rushed into the room to see the new member of the family. And at first, it appeared to be normal and in good health. Five fingers. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Ten fingers, ten toes. Yeah, yeah, you, you start to question if you had five. I apologize. <laughs> but as they stood around, as time went on, suddenly things began to change. The small innocent face of that beautiful child slowly turned into something hideous and grotesque, taking on features of a, of a goat or horse type features. Its hands became claws and its feet became hooven. The infant began growing at an alarming rate and suddenly resembled a cross between a werven and a farm animal. Now for you who don't know what a werven is, that is a very old and small dragon-like creature. Sometimes depicted on uh, churches and cathedrals and buildings, especially in the Middle Ages, the Dark Ages. You'll see those depictions of what we now call gargoyles. That would be similar, a werven. Now when I mentioned that the creature started growing very, very fast, it really started to grow. A complete transformation sequence went on with this creature. Its muscles were erupting, its bones were breaking and stretching and cracking. It was a whole hideous, terrifying experience for those that were in the room and in the home at the time. At that moment, the creature then killed the midwife and many of the friends that had gathered in the room that evening. Some versions say that everyone but the parents were slaughtered. Either way, after killing some of those gathered in the room, it flew up the chimney and into the woods where it still resides today. The Jersey Devil is known to be both terrifying and disgusting, largely due to its horrendous appearance, its hideous features. The creature is known to have had that impressive transformation, which makes it one of the most interesting cryptids, while also one of the most difficult to believe in. When it transformed, by all accounts, it says that it sprouted horns on the top of its head. The next thing developed claws where its fingers and nails should be, followed by the hideous fur and the feathers that seemed to appear out of nowhere. It was growing at alarming rate and was most certainly inhuman and stopped only when it reached somewhere between six and ten feet in length. From the accounts at that time, it's said to have grown a forked tail and sprouted disgusting leathery wings. Finally, the transformation was complete and its eyes began to glow a terrible shade of red. 
Its face now appeared to resemble both dog and horse. Perhaps the most important, though. The monster had one of the most saddening and terrifying screams ever heard by human ears. Sounding both like a tortured human being and a vengeful predator. This is one of those stories that seems to have taken on a life of its own. Could there be something like the Jersey Devil roaming the area in the Pine Barrens of the United States? Yes, but do I believe all the descriptions of it? Well, I have to think of the people and the way they thought of things back in the 1700s. I wasn't there, but I've done a lot of research and a lot of reading. As I said before, they're very superstitious people, a very God-fearing people. And people back then were really not very tolerant of anything that was different, of any type of abnormality in the human form. It's very possible that maybe Mother Leeds was not impregnated by her husband, but by a creature who looked and took the form of her husband instead. Well, that would, by all, you know, all accounts, make the difference right there. There's legends of creatures like that. But so many strange features of this child, so many strange happenings of this child to be instantly transformed into something. It does make you wonder, and I do understand why some people, a lot of people, have a very hard time believing the account of this cryptid. And yet, people who have never heard the story before have made sightings of a creature that in part resembles it, in part. Thus, things have been seen you know, by different people in different areas and different times. The legs may be different. Some say it looks like a horse rearing up on its hind legs. Others say it has legs like a kangaroo. Others say it has legs like a goat. Now, legs like a goat. There is another creature in mythology that has legs like a goat. This goes back to my personal theory of the lost gods. Now, Pan, the Greek god Pan, had legs like a goat, had horns on his head, nails slash claws, features more human in upper body anyway, but still presented himself more with goat-like features. Now Pan was a trickster spirit, a trickster god. He was the Greek version of, let's say, Loki. But there's one thing that the Greek gods had a tendency to do. They'd have a tendency of appearing as human, sometimes other animals but only to procreate with human women. Could Pan have been 
tricking Mother Leeds at some point in time in the 1700s and taking on the form of her husband just to get her pregnant with the 13th child. I don't know. It's an interesting theory of mine. I do like how certain stories of cryptids can cross over to ancient gods and things like that, but but anyway, let's let's get back to the devil, shall we? The Jersey Devil. Now this story of the creature is considered to be a true story which actually began in 1677 when the man named Daniel Leeds came to the colonies in America and settled down in Burlington in what we now call the area of the Pine Barrens of New Jersey. As the years went on, Daniel was known to become more and more involved in the Quaker community. Eventually, he would work with one of the first printers of the colonies to develop an almanac. This is when trouble would begin. Although the majority of the content in the almanac was acceptable, there were references to astrology in the book that angered many of those who lived in the communities. They looked upon it as a form of witchcraft. You have to remember, these were Quakers. They were opposed of any sort of mysticism and accused Daniel Leeds of being involved with occultism. Instead of giving in to the will of the community, however, and taking out the reference to astrology, which can be found today, Leeds only became more dedicated to the publishing of German mysticism. There would be a lot more problems that would arise from this point on. Leeds continued to publish what was considered to be the anti-Quaker material, which continued to draw anger and disgust from the community. Additionally, when the colonists came to oppose the British rule in America, Daniel Leeds took the opposing side. He consulted Lord Cornberry, British governor of the territory he lived in at the time, and openly supported British rule. The community was outraged. Seeing this yet as another offense by Leeds and his family, the community went as far as to accuse him of working with the devil. You can see how certain stories can be generated by the will of people. The juxtaposition of Daniel Leeds being the devil, working with the devil, and then having the son of the devil. Again, not discounting sightings of things that people have been seeing, but it is an interesting thought that maybe the devil created was not due to Mother Leeds, but due to the will of the people in a turbulent time. Eventually, Daniel retired from almanac making in 1716 and gave the company to his son, Titan Leeds. Titan took the family business and continued to publish the almanacs, mysticism and all, largely through completion until Ben Franklin published 
the first edition of Poor Richard's Almanac in 1732. There was relatively little direct connection between the two until 1733 edition was published in which Ben Franklin predicted the day that Titan Leeds would die. That's right, Ben Franklin. In this instance seemed to be a bit of a... Well, you can put in the description yourself. Let's just say he wasn't being a very nice man. Definitely not a very good Christian of the days. Using his popularity to crush the competition and then having this business competition with Titan Leeds and then trying to convince the community the day that Daniel Leeds' son would die. Maybe some of the founding fathers had a mean streak. There are many who speculate that the Jersey Devil legend could have been started by none other than Ben Franklin himself. It happened that Titan had a brother named Jafet Leeds, who was married to a woman named Deborah. Historical records show that as of 1736, Jafet had 12 children in his will. Because this was the time period that was known as being the height of the rivalry between Benjamin Franklin and Titan Leeds, many people theorized that the story could have been invented by Franklin as a way of discrediting the Leeds family name in order to take over the popularity of the almanac business. There are many elements in the story that would lead to the credibility of the theory that Ben Franklin did do this. The first is the time period. The Franklin vs. Leeds rivalry officially began in 1733. The story of the Jersey Devil takes place in 1735. This means the creation of the beast was known to have occurred in the middle of this tension between the two families. Another important fact is that until the 1900s, many people knew the Jersey Devil to be called the Leeds Devil, which means that there was a connection between the two that the creature certainly could have been created as a joke by Franklin at the time. There is also another fact that Mother Leeds was cursed because she fell in love with a British soldier. The family finally was known to be part of the Loyalist Party, so this could have easily been intentional stab towards the family in a traitorous sense. Perhaps the most suggestive piece of evidence, however, comes from the Leeds Almanac itself. It is known that before Titan died, he redesigned the almanac cover to include his family crest. The crest is known to feature, what else? The Wervin, a dragon-like creature with leathery wings, clawed hands and a forked tail. The Wervin and the Jersey Devil have more than just a few things in common, making it entirely plausible that Franklin used this newly designed cover to poke more fun at this 
traitorous family of the day. Now throughout the centuries there's been panic and sightings of this creature. Yes, I would say the descriptions of this Jersey Devil cryptid could definitely been enhanced by Franklin and people throughout the century, but after the birth of that 13th child, the record of its life is missing. Mother Leeds did have a 13th child, so where is its records? Did it perhaps pass away and the records were lost? Or did that creature actually exist in some form of another? It's hard to tell. That's what makes this account of this specific cryptid so amazing and interesting. How it can be tied by history, transformed by legend into what we have today. The people that see this creature, or have seen a creature, I believe that they are seeing something. I believe that there could be hints of truth in this to make this an official cryptid sighting, but I do think that the pool of information has been tainted. But like I said, those were the people of the 1700s, especially Quaker community. Very strict religion, steeped heavily in religious doctrine. So creating a creature that could appear straight out of the Bible as a terrifying beast that roams the countryside, I could see that. But what is it that these people are seeing? in the New Jersey Pine Barrows. Some say it's some form of mutated bat. Some say it's a great horned owl. I don't know. I think it's maybe something else entirely. Or is it a creature with the sheer will of man? Is it a creature that we created? taking something out of imagination and willing it into being. I don't know. What do you think? I think there's a lot that could be said for reading up on this story. There's a lot of accounts, individual accounts. There's a lot of books that have been written and published, songs that have been created telling the story of the Jersey Devil. I mean, if you look at the newspaper accounts and the writings of the Jersey Devil, you can tell that the media really doesn't take these attacks and sightings too seriously. But it is a completely different story for those who have actually witnessed it and have felt the wrath of the Devil. This Jersey Devil. So, I guess the question to myself would be, do I believe in the idea of the Jersey Devil? I believe in 
the sightings of a creature that cannot be described. And I do feel that possibly, maybe the descriptions have been changed throughout the years. I do feel that maybe not just as a mean attack from Benjamin Franklin onto the Leeds family, that maybe this was a attempt to discredit accounts and sightings because maybe they knew something was really there. We are dealing from people who came over from Europe to the United States bringing their legends, bringing their traditions, their culture, and quite possibly their creatures. But I do have to say it is interesting that in Native American, indigenous people stories, you can find an account of a creature that was here long before the Leeds family that shares many similar characteristics to this story. So, maybe the story of the Jersey Devil is older than we give it credit for. But anyway... Thank you again for listening to the Paranormal Conclave. I look forward to joining you next time with an interesting story, an interesting episode that we can discuss together. So once again, I was your host, Rum. And as always, bye bye Thank you for listening to the Paranormal Conclave. Join us next time for another haunting discussion on the things outside our normal realm of reality and thinking. Paranormal. Gone.